because democracy basically means government by the people, of the people, for the people. But the people are retarded. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to America Unhinged Radio. I am your host, the Cossack Marauder. We got a little bit of breaking news. Apparently this story has been super under the radar. Ghislaine Maxwell did a jailhouse interview to some site called Talk TV or Talk TV News. We have the story. Let's see if I can even remember the main one. Oh, Pope Benedict. Pope Benedict outing the whole Catholic Church from the grave. I think that's a pretty remarkable story. We also have goldfish fraud. And we have a little bit of the Alex Murdoch story we're going to touch on. But anyway... Everybody smash that like button. Give me that subscribe. We're covering more current events, more weird things. This year is going to be absolutely insane. So I just hope everybody has been ready. I hope everybody is fucking ready for the shit show that is going to be 2023. Scott Adams said this like a couple weeks ago. He said, I've been seeing a lot of cats on roofs lately. Literally, 2023 is going to be a crazy year. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Oh, we got Satellite Jack right here. Uh, Ivor is saying people are retarded. <laughs> super in-depth uh, analysis. But you guys could also buy this super-based, I'll be looking into it, tea from my Mastermation Gnosis radio days on Threadless.com. You go to CosmicBazaar.Threadless.com. I have a lot of political satire t-shirts. You should go check into it. I'm going to type it in the uh, in the description I don't think anybody's going to buy shirts, but I have some funny ones. Some of them are way better than others, but I particularly like my Venn diagram, Weimar Germany, this is here shirt, that I'll be looking into it, the Find Your Fauci, the uh, Yay 2024 shirt, that one's brand new. And I'm also working on a Coyote Red Pill uh, design, so that should be dropping in the next week or two. I don't sell much merch. I've sold one shirt to one stranger. Shout out Optimus Grind on Twitter. He's part of Kanye's LA street team. And I also got shouted out by Ali Alexander a little bit last night before he got banned. So let's see if Elon lets anybody back. Oh, shit. I told Jack I've been trying to stop drinking, but he says, Marauder, drunk cast, Jackbox on Friday if you want to join. That's not a gym day. I think I could go on. Is it six o'clock? Sorry, is it six o'clock or what time is it? I got some hiccups right now. Anyway, let's get into the Glenn Maxwell interview. Fuck it. We're doing it, people. We're doing it live. There's This is a long broadcast, and they kind of intermingle in some commentary in with this interview. Let's see how good of a... Uh, how good of a show this video is. I'm there, Jack. Only Buzz Marauder. Hello, good evening, and welcome to a special edition of Jeremy Carr Live, Ghislaine Behind Bars. Now, she really is the most... I want to win, Jack. ...inmates on the planet. And tonight, Ghislaine Maxwell is seen and heard for the very first time in jail. In jail. I feel completely divorced. 
from the person that people reference and talk about. That's a man, baby. I'm just going to throw that out there. That's not. That is Jim Lane Maxwell. Maxwell makes startling confessions about her infamous relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Well, she wish I'd never met him. And she claims the notorious photo of her with Prince Andrew and Epstein victim Virginia Dufresne is a setup. With the fake. I don't believe that. I don't believe it's real for a second. In fact, I'm sure it's not. She doesn't have a single word of apology for her victim. Oh! I say that there. Epstein died and, and they should uh, take their and take their disappointment and upset out on the authorities that allowed that to happen. No doubt every minute of tonight's programme will be closely monitored in Windsor by Prince Andrew and his lawyers as they allegedly prepare a new legal case. But first let's remind allegedly. ourselves that Maxwell ended up as prisoner 02879509. She was the toast of... I'm going to stop this right here. One thing people don't tell you about with beanies and glasses is that they, is that they make them eat into your nose with the nose pieces. Let's get back to Glenn Maxwell. High society in both London and New York. Glamorous, sophisticated, Oxford educated, and with what close friends describe as a wild and naughty streak. Ooh. Loved by women and adored. I love it! The daughter of newspaper tycoon Robert Maxwell, she had confidence, charm, That's and a freakily match. User. The height of her powers in the mid-90s, Maxwell knew everyone there was to know. Her contacts book bulged with some of the world's biggest names, presidents, royalty, and film stars. I need one. And if she invited any of them... This is a Kentucky Colonel's ABA parties, hat. They couldn't wait to accept. But into this gilded life walked the man who would ultimately corrupt and destroy it. Shut out KFC. Jeffrey Epstein. The pair became inseparable, with Ghislaine, who had grown up desperate to please her tyrannical oh, father, so desperate. just as keen to do anything for Epstein. And that included Slut. his seemingly insatiable desire for sex with young girls. This is one of them, In this is one of them toolbox hoes. You know what I mean? You fucking screw nut and fucking bolt out them bitches. 2005, the parents of a 14 I have a fez. told police that Epstein had molested their daughter. Three years later, he received an 18-month prison sentence. After his release, the allegations against him began to spiral, and he was accused of running a vast network of girls for sex, including on his private island and ranch. He was arrested again in 2019 on charges story. of sex trafficking and was found dead in his prison cell a month later it's hard to wear headphones. in an apparent suicide. As the authorities' focus turned to Maxwell, she went into hiding. I'm a Shriner. A photograph of her outside a Los Angeles branch of In-N-Out Burger sparked a media frenzy. In July 2020, she was arrested at a secluded mansion in the U.S. state of New Hampshire. Prosecutors accused her of helping Epstein sexually abuse four Son of a vulnerable bitch. women. In December 2021, the jury found her I guilty can't believe five this. of six counts, including the most serious charge, that... Of sex trafficking. Actually, Flores is a well-known Sephardic Jew last name with over 17 variations in ancient Spain. I've looked this up. I cannot trace my name spelling back to it because they've been so cryptic about it, dude. 
I might be secretly Jewish, man. I might be a they, dude. I don't like anything about that. Of a minor. The road to justice I didn't ask for far it. too long. But today, justice has been done. She was sentenced to 20 years in jail for grooming and sex. Look it up. And served time at the Maximum Security Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn, where she was photographed with a black eye. Late last year, a she black was guy, the softer Federal Correctional Institute, Tallahassee, well, I mean, you Florida, where she's currently working in the prison's law the center and she, library. She's and with one black guy, at least. And it's from that much cushier jail that Ghislaine Maxwell agreed to be interviewed for the very oh, first thanks, time <sighs> in a series of video and taped audio phone calls from behind bars. During that call, oh, here we go. told our interviewers and her brother Kevin, who was also hey. present, that she's suffering from depression, having lost everything. She claimed to be keeping her spirits up by working every day on her appeal. And she revealed intimate details of how this one-time socialite is dealing with daily prison life. So they wake you up at six. And you can go to breakfast, which consists of a cereal. And Sounds fruit, delicious. Piece of fruit, generally. I don't even eat breakfast. And then you have to make your bed sort of military style. And so there's nothing that's... Oh, like a good, like a good person. It has to be a prescribed way. Otherwise, you can to travel. You can get what's called a shot, and then at seven thirty, you go to work. And for me, that means I go go to the law library. I go to work at six thirty. So, I mean, I'm I'm trying to find the faults in her life right now. Uh, to help people so they have detainers or they have warrants or they're trying to appeal their case and uh, let's see get a compassionate release I'm getting a massive satisfaction out of this bitch just looking ugly and having a tough time right now what about you guys is this going to is this going to fall under cyber harassment YouTube? This is a reaction video to a newsworthy story. I guess it's going to get me for cyber harassing the Maxwells. Talk about the First Step Act and how credits are applied to their time, that sort of thing. And I answer those types of questions. I also help people file out their administrative remedies. Um, and that is until. I really appreciate the fact that she looks like she's she's worried about getting fucked up at any moment. I am really they put her in a good prison, I think. I think they put her in a prison where she has to fear a little bit. She has to work, you know, out her social situations, actually develop friendships and navigate enemies. Like I'm really in favor of the discomfort she's experiencing right now. The talk when they then you have to come back. What's up, Mars Bars? Uh, and they call lunch is around 10 30. wait m for mars bars odd and then because i'm uh, on a no meat diet they're supposed to have either hummus or cottage cheese or um tofu for you but mostly i'd say well 
95% cooked. It's tofu if it's anything, or beans. It's, it's, it's beans! <laughs> Just three quarters of an average New Mexican's diet? Fuck you, Glade. God. It's, it's beans, what do you want? Otherwise, you have like a tofu substitute. And then the tofu has no season. There's no seasoning allowed. She does need to get in good with the shot caller, ever. So it's 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 beyond tasteless. I don't think she ever seen uh, blood in, blood out. Go back to work at (laughs) twelve, and that lasts until three thirty when you come back and you have a a stand up head count at four. And if you are lucky, they call recreation at some point during the day. If you're at work, you miss it. And if you're not, you get to go out for an hour. Unless her appeal is successful, Ghislaine Maxwell will be nearly 80 years of age by the time she's free from prison. How is she ever going to get free? That is what we're... Wait, get free? Jufre? Virginia Jufre? How's she ever going to get free, Jufre? Are they fucking with us? She's going to get free. Glenn going to be freed. It's pretty clear she only blames one man for her astonishing fall from grace, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, here we go. Like Maxwell's father, Epstein was an enormously wealthy man from humble origins. But not the same, bro. This is obfuscation. All right, guys. This is obfuscation from the very beginning. We know the Rothschilds know Epstein. If you guys have watched my earlier video on this, this has been debunked on Twitter. Um, Don Lucero has an amazing thread on this. I'm telling you, this is not what it seems, people. Always keep a cautious and caustic eye. The eye of Sauron on these motherfuckers. Suicide in disputed circumstances. In the 1990s. No, dude. You know what she needs to have happen to her, Jack? You guys should look into what happened to Nikolai Ceausescu in Romania, where his execution and his wife's execution were basically broadcast on national TV. Something a little similar should happen to this. Like a good office situation, Chescu was the base point for that. You guys should really go back and try to find footage of that shit. This is what you need to start doing to these disastrous, evil bastards in a metaphorical sense. What's up, Jared? Thank you, brother. I really appreciate you. We had been lovers. By the mid-2000s, she was describing herself as merely working for the financier. Yeah, in Jesus had a terrible execution, and they're going to get a lot friend, less of one. And much of his life appeared to be organized by her. Seriously, this, that idea photos of makes me sick. Epstein together that were released by prosecutors suggested they had remained close. Oh, Ivor has the video. They definitely got nagged. The prosecution was convinced they were a team in their pattern of abuse, with Maxwell seeking and grooming victims for Epstein. Victim Sarah Ransom, who says she was abused by Epstein, told the BBC Ghislaine show the girls. This was an organization, sex trafficking pyramid that was run by women. They would not, they, this sex trafficking pyramid. 
by the way, women are often aiding in this kind of shit, whether it's tacit acknowledgement, whether it's obfuscating, whether it's not acknowledging it or being a direct participant. There's almost always one woman involved. I would venture to guess in every instance of sexual abuse. People know. This is what I want to say to women out there in the Me Too movement. You guys fucking know when your kids are being abused and when they're not being abused. And quit cover for people in your family or people that you're married to. It wouldn't exist without Ghislaine. She Thumbs up! Enforcer. She does have feet Maria and Annie Farmer, the first to make claims against Epstein and Maxwell, both repeatedly testified <laughs> that's based that was involved at Epstein's behest. <laughs> now, Maxwell's supporters say hers is the classic story of a female scapegoat, a woman oh. forced to accept blame for the sins of a man. Epstein's shout out Andrew Tate. Apparent suicide in 2019 robbed his victims <laughs> of justice, and Maxwell claims they have unfairly turned their fire on her. Meeting Epstein has been the biggest regret of her life, but she is convinced his death was not as it seemed. I believe that he was uh, murdered. Woo! Well, Apache so execution, death no by a thousand did. cuts. How has this happened? What if the Mescaleros know about that around Carlsbad? I gotta ask them. I don't know about that, dude, Apache execution. I just know about the Comanches because I think that's kind of where our line comes from. But my grandpa was an alcoholic. It could be Apache or Comanche. It just depends on how drunk he is, you know? You know what I mean? Because, um, as far as I was By the way, to I am not suicidal. <laughs> Death sure by tomato. <laughs> and I was sure that he was covered under vegetable the justice non prosecution agreement. But I wasn't in the indictment. So I wasn't mentioned. I was. I wasn't even one of the co-conspirators. I obviously wish I'd never met him. You know, looking back now, I probably wish I had stayed at, in England. But leaving that aside, you know, I tried to leave and start another new job and move on from the end of 98, 99, so I wish that I had been more successful at <laughs> moving on because I became a banker. So I should have you know, moved on completely. I have to say, these people have no talent. So the only talent is their manipulation and grift of people, manipulation, violence, sexual violence, abuse, connections. Like She has no discernible talents. That's what you're gaining from this interview right now. There's nothing that she provided in value. She's not a fucking banker. She's not Tara Mar, CEO. She's not a researcher. She's not a fucking scientist. She's a fucking daughter of one of the biggest spies in history who's probably a quintuple agent on multiple fronts. And nobody's going to be able to decipher this until they unravel the deep state in America, dude. This is, this is what I'm talking about. Keep looking into it, people. It is a virtual background. In jail! Introducing people to my friends. To him because I didn't know that he was so awful. I mean, obviously now, looking back with hindsight, of course, but at the time. It definitely looks like Alice in Wonderland or a artistic impression of a gazebo. I kind of loosely feel this 
this is some kind of deep symbolism, but I won't I won't ask about that quite yet. I feel like we're gonna find some shit. I mean he had lots of friends that he was friendly with just about everybody you can imagine. There was no reason to imagine that he was someone of interest to people. Extraordinary. Coming up next, Ghislaine Maxwell on Prince Andrew, victim Virginia Dupre, and that infamous photo. Virginia, get free. Special of Jeremy Carlyle. We're coming back in three. Pariah and banned from official royal family duties. We'll watch a little bit more. I'm fascinated by this. I haven't watched any of these now. First, you will see how Maxwell helped drag a prince into the gutter. And then, unbelievable, we'll be hearing directly from her and how she thinks she can save a royal reputation. This is the infamous photo that helped oh, bring no. down Prince Andrew. Smiling for the camera and with his arm around... Am I wrong? Him. Am I wrong to be questioning... I'm not going to question the victimhood of Virginia Giuffrey, but I'm questioning the using of this story. This is the only one we've heard about when we know there's thousands. Why is this Giuffrey case the one that they want to be keep pushing forward? I don't. I don't understand this. This story is just endless. This got me down the whole conspiracy rabbit rabbit hole for a long time. I had a crazy channel. Everybody knows the early days of this show was fucking batshit crazy. But I kind of try to rein it in a little and just be like, okay, only talk about this sh this shit when it hits the facts. Only talk about this shit when it hits the mainstream. You have some like decent semi-mainstream sources, like no more 4chan, no more weird podcasts. Like what the fuck is going on with the one victim and nobody else is talking? H girl, the Duke of York poses inside Ghislaine Maxwell's West London flat while she watches on from behind. The girl Andrew is holding in the photo is Virginia Dufresne, nay Roberts. I believe, I believe that Ghislaine is about to say in this video that that photo was faked with Giffrey and Prince Andrew. She claims she was just 17 when Epstein and Maxwell bought her by plane from the US. Oh, wait, Jeffrey was? He first introduced her to Andrew during a party at the nightclub. Ivor. In court documents, she says the prince sexually assaulted her in London and on two other occasions in Epstein's mansion in New York and on his private this island too much. in the US Virgin Islands. In one interview, Dufresne also claimed the Duke even accidentally vomited on her. The prince has always strenuously denied her claims. Andrew has always insisted he was at this branch of Pizza Express in Woking when Virginia Dufresne says she was meeting him. Infamous. They said pizza. They said pizza. He also claimed in his disastrous BBC Newsnight interview that he doesn't sweat after Virginia accused him of being hot and sweaty on the Tramp nightclub dance floor. Last year, after months of legal wrangling, Prince Andrew agreed to settle the civil case with Miss Dufresne out of court, reportedly paying up to £12 million on the advice of his brother now, King Charles. You guys are making me lose my mind. This must be one of the most infamous photographs in recent memory, and it has done Prince Andrew and the royal family extraordinary reputational harm. Let's see what Ghislaine Maxwell has to say about it. What's a fake? 
I don't believe that. I don't believe it's real for a second. In fact, I'm sure it's not. There's never been an original. And further, there's no photograph. And I've only ever seen a photocopy of it. I don't believe it. Shut up, Ivor. And um, certainly the way as described would have been impossible. I don't have any memory of going to Tramp. Yeah, I'm called Domino, bitch. Um, Certainly not in the outfit that I would have worn. Um, Her stories have changed so many times about what happens, when it happens, how it happens, with different versions. And each time she speaks, there's a different version. In fact, if you look at her BBC interview on the panorama, um, I believe she says that he, or I can't remember, either he, yeah, that he puked on her face. That's the only time she's ever said that. In a separate interview recorded. I am going to go ahead and leave some, um, some room for imagination for y'all tonight. Let's go ahead and um, <laughs> end that little clip. We got some more to cover. Don't you worry. We got, we got at least 40 to 50 more minutes. Let's go ahead and get through some of these chats really quick. Let's see if I can go back. Um, let's see. Jack asked, is that a virtual background she's got? I think we all can see that she has a virtual background in jail. They gave her access to a green screen. Mars bars. It takes several hundred pounds, but the crowd of volunteers, I think, would deliver. Too dark. Is she technically a cuck getting young girls for her, quote, BF? I think I think a pimp is the word. I don't think a cuck. I think she's a female pimp, and I think there's probably a lot more female pimps in the world that any of us can imagine, especially being a male-dominated space. We're not allowed to talk about the female pimps and the female sex abusers, but we know they almost equate the amount of male abusers. User says Jislaine Murphy. Satellite Jack says Jislaine Maxwell. Ira says she's doing lesbian stuff too. Vicentis is trying to hack the videos. I don't know what he's referencing right there. Uh, that's hot, Ivor. I think he's talking about the, uh, you know, the girl on girl thing or something. I said pizza, and Ivor says sometimes pizza is just a junk food. User said Domino. That's when I shouted Domino because I feel like I won. <laughs> Fast justice. That's an expensive date. Pizza, pizza. Little Maxwell's hot and ready. Edge Lord Star Dash. Little Caesars. Okay, okay, man. I was going to cover the Pope Benedict thing first, and then that one kind of came to me late somehow, but we're not even going to get there yet. We got one more little treat before that starts. It's about Eliza Blue. We have Fair and Balanced, the YouTube channel. I believe she has 25,000 subs, so go out over there and check her out. She has a trailer. Who's Eliza Blue? And it's a trailer. I don't know if it's like a real trailer or something she's about to produce or if it's just to be funny. But these are all the images, all the things, everything that I'm showing right now. <laughs> this is a fantastic thing <laughs> Fair and Balance did. It's three minutes long. Let's go ahead and check it out together, shall we? Let me go ahead and hit the pause button. Make sure the specs are up to date. Oh, let's go up to 1080 HD. We can handle that. Audio is good. Full screen. 
human trafficking survivor and an advocate who works directly with survivors. Dion's Pizza, baby. New Mexico. And what sort of organizations are available to help people? I'm one of those survivors that prefers uh, given the opportunity to be free. I don't understand. So there's some Michael Palace profile of you. And that's bitch. how they would traffic me, sell me without my full consent. So this is a kind of identity theft kind of situation. Too inconsistent and too all over the place. It's around the same time she said she was being sex trafficked. Doesn't really look like sex trafficking to me. You're twerking, you're humping the floor, you're Living showing up. your tits. It looks like the uh, the internet is completely Turning so funny. 100% against her. What's been your strangest booking request so far? <laughs> Ask me to defend um, myself. $150,000 to have sex. $150,000? That's a lot of money. That's it? She's never mentioned any of this. Therefore, she's either lying about the past or she's lying about now. Either way, one way or another, this is an expose. An individual who has a large social media following, as well as the ear of Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. It's Britney, bitch. Hello, everyone. I have been locked out of my account on Twitter. Brittany Venti, who is also a human trafficking advocate. Hey, Eliza Blue. The sensitive topic, you don't have to go into detail about being trafficked, but I'm hoping you could clarify a thread. This was the reasoning. Privately produced slash distributed intimate media. Um, I don't like to go into too much detail. You're seeing somebody supremely comfortable, basically from Starship Troopers, and then you got somebody that's like, I don't know what the heck, what she was wearing. Fifth Element, and it's like you're dealing with two different. The Stefango. More sinister um, details have come out around not only my current Twitter ban, as well as. Uh, fellow content creator Brittany Ventian, who have posted a publicly available photo. This whole uh, allowing the system to be gained for people close to him, it, it seems very suspicious. <laughs> yeah, I'm living an open book. 50% of all Super Chats who go to Eliza Blue tonight to help human the trafficking hotel. victims and to raise awareness. Trafficking victims, that's that's help me. And I'm a human trafficking survivor, but let me tell you what it can help by. Number one, I don't have internet. Anybody that feels a need to contact me personally can text message me through a service called Chatstar. Wait. Right now, I am nominating for Hotep Jesus number one in next year's Grifties that he himself founded. I will debate you, Hotep. You want to debate Hotep Jesus? I know you like to be in the debate me bro sphere, and I know you're a joke, and I think I could take you out. There's a campsite? Hold up. Wait, what? I won't ask. I won't ask those people to change their opinion for our sake. I think I, I can match his energy. Them to consider, is it possible? Let's make it happen. But what if I'm right, though? Merch. When it comes to me, when I'm done, I'm done, and when I want to keep going, I'll keep Shout going. Shout out, Merch. Anyway, that's a fun. You learn the <laughs> hard way, so. Actually, it got me like 500 new followers. So, um, she's actually been losing followers this whole time, too. That, that was just a great, that was just a great time. Let's see, what are we doing now? Oh, we got a little bit. Wait, dude, my account has just been blocked on Twitter, dude. I don't know what happened. This is live breaking. I barely noticed this. My account has been blocked. What did I do? Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to investigate this right now. I have a whole stream planned, but I have like things on there I wanted to share. What the fuck? Assholes. Anyway, we don't need them. Pope Benedict. 
He went ham from the grave, apparently. He has some kind of secretary who made a biography about him behind the scenes. And he was like, dude, Pope Benedict is telling me about all kinds of crazy shit. And he's just been going along with all that, you know, crazy, like, kid-touching nonsense. But let's go ahead and watch this one video from Dr. Taylor Marshall. I can't believe that got blocked, dude. I can't believe I'm banned on Twitter. That that threw me for a loop, guys. I'm sorry. That kind of fucked my head up. So I don't know. Um, I think my stream should be okay, though. I think we should be able to make it work. Fuck my life. Can't be too based. Ever. Wow. Can't believe it. Explosive news. Breaking That's news. insane. Pope bent the 16th. Everybody right now, go ahead, hit the like button, uh, the comment, share, subscribe for America Unhinged Radio. I also want you guys to go and follow me at FreeJerry88. Yeah, you might be able to see me, Ivor, but I probably can't post. They gave me a notice that I'm banned, so that means I probably can't post. So everybody go out and follow me, Cody Red Pill at FreeJerry88. I'm going to go ahead and tap or tag the handle in reverse form. Um, you should be able to find it fairly easily. I almost have a thousand Twitter followers, so I would really appreciate if we could get there the next two weeks. Let's make that a goal, this channel, shall we? That's amazing. I can't believe they did that. That's fucked up. Who passed away to his eternal reward on December 31st of 2022 is posthumously releasing a new book which he asked to be released after his death. And let me tell you something. I've been looking through it. This is explosive. And while he doesn't condemn Pope Francis, it definitely is going to cast a shadow, I think, on Francis. It also reveals so far that this text, if it's authentic, um, does recognize Francis as Pope. But the news that's buzzing is Benedict is very matter-of-fact about two subjects so far. The book is only in Italian. Someone sent to me an English version. It's pretty good English. I don't know if it's an official English version or if it's like a auto train. Dude, I have to... I'm sorry, guys. I have to go see what's going on with my account real quick. Like, do I... Am I able to fucking go access my Twitter bookmarks if I'm banned? Like, what does that mean? Because there's an article I wanted to read that gave context to this. Look at it. They're not letting me load any of this. But it's been noted in the Twitter followings or the Twitter threads. I don't know, the postings. He was saying that there's gay clubs in the seminaries. There's pedophiles rampant in the church. And that he basically couldn't have done anything about it. It, it. It's a very fascinating thing. And he says that it happened in the 60s with the split of Vatican II, you know, which is the conference. I don't mean like a Pope named Vatican II, but there's the Vatican II. I don't, I'm not a Catholic, so I don't know how they describe it, how they say it, all that verbiage. But they basically allowed wokeism into their religion very early. And I think that's a big... Um, divide in the church they they claimed the original divide was constantinople and the and the vatican but in reality there's a new ones even more grave to the to the christian church translated or an ai translated 
but it's pretty good. I'm going to read you a passage. Vatican II. Benedict is critical to yes. two topics that we talk a lot a lot here on the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast. One is how the seminaries are. I'm sorry if the if the stream tonight is not in depth as I wanted. I did not expect to be banned from Twitter, my bookmarks, and everything tonight. So that's pretty brand new. Completely infiltrated in the West. I'm not Catholic. Strong, masculine, orthodox, godly men are turned away from the seminaries. And Pope Benedict I just addresses this. I'm going to read a quote. Catholics this is from nicely. the book. It's from my version, page 297. Again, my version may not be the official legit one, but it's the one that was sent to me. I don't believe Listen in Marianism. This is quote from Pope Benedict. This is from the new book. Quote, in several seminaries, homosexual clubs were formed, which acted more or less openly and which clearly changed the atmosphere in the seminaries. In a seminary in southern Germany, candidates for the Based. priesthood and candidates for the lay Ivor. office of pastoral contact lived together. During the common meals, the seminarians were together with the married pastoral representatives, partly accompanied by their wife and children, and in some cases by their girlfriends. The atmosphere in the seminary could not help priestly formation. The Holy See knew about these problems without being informed of them in detail. As a first step, an apostolic visit to seminaries in the United States was arranged. End quote. It's creepy. Pope Benedict is talking about homosexual clubs in the seminaries. This was not a secret. This was not something that Taylor Marshall broke in the book Infiltration for the first time. This was known all the way up into the Vatican by the Pope himself. He also talks about American bishops. I think it's interesting that he focuses on the 1960s. This is from page 96 of my version. The process of the dissolution of the Christian conception of morality, this is Pope Benedict, which had been in preparation for a long time, that's the thesis of my book, Infiltration, experienced in the 1960s, as I've tried to show, a radicality such as never had occurred before. The dissolution of the church's doctrinal authority in moral matters had necessarily to have repercussions also in the different spheres of life. I'm actually loading a bowl, Ivers. That's very fitting. In the context of the meeting of the presidents of the bishops' conferences from all over the world with Pope Francis, the question of priestly life is at the heart, above all, and also that of seminaries with regard to the problem of the preparation for the priestly ministry in seminaries. We know a large collapse in the existing form of preparation. Uh, It's not just the collapse, Pope Benedict. It is the removal of, like I said, masculine, godly, wholesome men from the seminaries, from the priesthood, and the preference for sodomites, the preference for Nancy boys. The preference Nancy boys. in their loafers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Why? Because those men are manipulated. I like this guy. Those men are yes men. Because they don't have Fuck fortitude. yes men. They don't have courage, bravery. They won't storm the beaches with gunshots. They'll I agree. Sit with their little apple teenies. 
and their little <laughs> leopard print cool. chairs with their little Baroque this and Baroque that. But they're not Francis Xavier's or St. Paul's, St. John Chrysostom, boldly professing and boldly going where the gospel needs to go. That's the problem. Bunch of Nancy boy seminarians. And it's been reported over and over in America, over 51% of priests are homosexuals. That's so bad. So bad. Yeah, but Taylor, you're just like making stuff up, like grifting and stuff. I am quoting you Pope Benedict XVI. Do you want me to read it again? He says, Pope Benedict XVI. In several seminaries, homosexual clubs were formed, which acted more or less openly and which clearly changed the atmosphere in the seminaries. End quote. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a fact. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a fact. And we need to get to that. We need to accept it and we need to stop it. It needs to be eliminated. I am going to be working through this book. I've only had it for a few hours. And I'd encourage you to subscribe. If you don't already subscribe. I want all you guys to leave comments. I want you guys to clue me in on what you think about all this. Once again, I am sorry. I can't share the links I wanted to share on Twitter tonight. But I still got some YouTube videos. Don't you worry. We got um, plenty of things to keep this uh, show going. No doubt about it. I can't believe they nuked me on Twitter. Survivor and an advocate who works directly with survivors. Oh, that's what we watched earlier. Sorry, guys. That just that's just popping up because my bad settings. Fast Joe says it's the condition of that fake church. (laughs) I know. Oh my god, it's it's almost too much to handle. Think about that stuff. Let's get back to my videos. I wanted to share. Don't forget to hit the like button. Subscribe. Follow me at FreeJerry88 on Twitter. Coyote Red Pill. Let's see. I don't know if you want to watch Glenn Beck. Do you want to watch Glenn Beck's visit to Vatican City? Evil is everywhere. I don't know. That might be a little bit much. Let me. Let's see what he has to say about it. Let me start here. Let me start at Christmas. Pope Francis made a dire warning to the the Curia, the cardinals and everybody else in the Vatican, warning them to be ever vigilant of demons lurking in the Vatican. Now, this was part of his Christmas address, which apparently he has turned into uh, uh, an annual airing of grievances. Someplace in his Christmas address, he will put some things where he's, you know, kind of upset about inside the Vatican. He'll bury that in the Christmas address. So they've adopted part of Festivus into uh, the Vatican's Christmas? uh, Festivus? Yeah, from, uh, of course, uh, George Costanza. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, this uh, is kind of goofy. Right. They had the we'll area grievances we'll at the time. That's Don't right. Well, that's kind of so what it is. Wow. That's kind of what it Fucking is. Glenn Beck and them talking about themselves. How about GoldenEye, everybody? GoldenEye coming to uh, Xbox Game Pass and most major consoles. Let's switch this for a second and then get back to the Alex Murdoch. 
crime trial. Quick cut. Pretty good. Yeah, he is. This looks sick. Shout out GoldenEye 007 coming to most major consoles. I'm definitely going to do a couple of streams about that. So if you guys see some game streams come up, that's what's that's what's going on. GoldenEye 007. Such a fun game. Okay, this Alex Murdoch thing, I'm late to the to the game on it. That's for certain. But I do know is the Murdoch family has always been a legal family in the South for at least 100 years. I don't know. We got several videos on this. We're going to cover this weird, bizarre crime case where there's like a sunken boat. who's like a murdered son and a wife with two different weapons and in different spots. It's it's going to be the true crime case of the first half of 2023. We'll probably end up covering it a couple more times. But this is kind of for fun. We're not going to be serious about this one. That's for sure. There's only so much seriousness you can have in one lifetime. Get a little bit drunk. I love y'all. Oh, he says South Carolina royalty. No doubt. Tomorrow I'm going to the gym, though. So today get drunk. Tomorrow I'm going to the gym. Let's say you got to live your life, baby. Alex Murda. This is a story with more turns than a South Carolina country road. Oh. It begins in the small town of Hampton just over a hundred years ago when residents like I has more turns than a Pennsylvania turnpike. Randolph. Is that something that happens, Ivor? I don't live on the East Coast. I live in New Mexico. I just grow up on, you know, fucking Lexicons are hearing books and shit. Burdock is the 14th Circuit. Keeping family well connected to unemployment and probably know each other pretty well socially too that's very often the case here yes the family's grip on the solicit 2005 Whatever. when randolph murdoch retired but the family also has a very successful law firm with offices in three counties Dude, what's happening here hold on for their clients for 53 year old alex murdoch known as big red to his friends working as an attorney at the family firm offered plenty of reward each evening, I literally had- just doxed <laughs> a lot of international members of the WEF on there. So, if you guys want to screenshot that and share it and make videos of that, that's what that uh, that's what that debacle was. 
that was an accident, but the audio kept playing and the video was still good. But I shared like a like an Excel page of WEF uh, attendees. So that wasn't worthless. Head home to his more than 1,700 acre estate and his beautiful family. He seemed to have everything anyone could ever want until one terrible night this past June. Moselle Road, I've been up to it now. It's bad. It's bad. Home to find his wife and son shot to death. Holy moly. On their vast property. And are they breathing? No, ma'am. Okay. Nobody's breathing. My wife and my son. 52-year-old Maggie Murdoch was shot multiple times, sources say, with a semi-automatic rifle. Holy shit. 22-year-old Paul Murdoch had been shot at least twice with a shotgun. 22? The gruesome scene suggested two shooters. He shotgunned his son? You gotta be shitting me. Is this why Rakeda is covering this? Leaving many wondering if the family's long legal history had played a role. Seth Stoughton is a former police officer turned attorney and professor. Two weapons, two people possibly would suggest maybe this had been planned carefully. It's certainly not something that I would expect an investigator to rule out based on the evidence that I'm aware of that's been publicly available. Alex Murdoch and his surviving son put up their own money for a $100,000 reward for information. But at the bottom of the notice was an odd catch. The tip must be submitted to law enforcement on or before September 30th. Have you ever heard of an expiration date on a war? I have not. South Carolina's son and mother who were gunned down. It wasn't the only strange thing. In an interview on ABC's Good Morning America, Murdoch family members said their nephew, Paul, had been getting threatening messages online before he was killed. I didn't think it was a credible threat. If it was, I would have. No doubt. Riketa's already on it. Notified someone. But I guess. Rumble. No. And YouTube. Riketa Law. The family says the threat started after a fatal boating accident. <laughs> boating accident. White people are hilarious. I, I have to say, I have to say, as a half white, half Mexican, white people are so much more creative than minorities at execution and murders. You guys win. You guys win, okay? You guys win. That's all I have to say in terms of my true crime analysis. February 2019, Buford, South Carolina. Paul Murdoch and five friends, all underage, out for a night of partying. Images from investigation files obtained by CNN show Paul Murdoch buying beer and then buying more drinks at a bar. Everyone gets into a boat. Witnesses told investigators Paul was driving. Investigators say the 17-foot boat struck a bridge at high speed. 19-year-old Valerie Beach was thrown into the water. Please send someone. I'm coming, okay? There's six of us and one is missing. It would take a week to find Beach's body. <laughs> Son of a beach! With boating under the influence, resulting in death, facing up to 25 years in prison, he pleaded not guilty. Despite the serious charges still pending at the time of his killing, the night of the crash, a dash cam recording obtained by the Post and Courier captured the voice of a passenger on the boat, suggesting Paul wasn't likely to face serious consequences. You all know Alec Murdoch? I am 
That's his son. Good luck. It wouldn't be the first time someone suggested the Murdoch name could influence the outcome of an investigation. In the aftermath of the mother and son murders, SLED, the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, made a stunning announcement. During their investigation, they said they found something. They wouldn't say what, but as a result, they were going to reopen an investigation into another unsolved death from 2015. 19-year-old Stephen Smith was found dead in the middle of the road in the middle of the night just outside Hampton. There were no witnesses, but among classmates and friends, there was a lot of talk police files show. And one family name kept surfacing, a name many were reluctant to talk about to police, leaving investigators obviously murder, murder as interview recordings suggest. Which means you know, murder. Really nervous to say the name Murdoch. In uh, yeah, and, and, I uh, pretty big down there in Hampton. But um, I'm out of Charleston, and that name doesn't mean anything to me. Parody. So I, I want you to feel, you know, like you don't have anything to worry about. No one's been arrested, and no publicly released evidence links anyone in the Murdoch family to Smith's death. Then, another shock. On September 3rd of this year, the powerful family law firm announces they discovered Alex Murdoch had allegedly stolen significant funds Holy from the shit. Sources tell I watched all this for the first time. of dollars. Murdoch had his own stunning admission, saying, The murders of my wife and son have caused an incredibly difficult time in my life. I've made a lot of decisions that I truly regret. I'm resigning from my law firm and entering rehab after a long battle that has been exacerbated by these murders. His lawyer confirmed <laughs> I'm a mess. The addiction. But the biggest shock was still to come. He was shot in the head while changing a tire. This the very next day, Alex Murdoch says, as he stopped on the side of the road looking at a leaky tire, Murdoch says a man in a pickup truck drove past, then turned around in a church parking lot and returned. After a brief conversation, Murdoch told investigators the man shot him in the head. He was out of the hospital two days later. So many wondered if the shooting had been staged. Murdoch's spokesperson put out a statement denying it was self-inflicted. But the church where the truck turned around might just be the answer to investigators' prayers. The church. What the fuck is going on with this Murdoch case? Let's see if I have anything else that might lend to this. How about the Alex Murdoch murder trial explained in five minutes by the Wall Street Journal? That might help us out. Anyway, right now, everybody, I love all my followers, dude. Everybody out there that is watching, a lot of you guys are new. The, more, the majority of you guys are old, and you know how close to being permanently banned I am. So please go follow me at FreeJerry88 on Twitter. Even though I am banned, please advocate for me to be unbanned. Do everything you can. Do the at Twitter support, at Twitter, at Elon Musk. Do all of that noise because you know it's all bullshit, right? I didn't do anything wrong. We all know we didn't do anything wrong here. But for you, you guys got to know you got to really be down for your YouTube um, 
the people that you like to watch, you got to be down for them. Like you got to be down for everybody that you work with right now. Like we're in a different time. Um, they're going to try to divide you at your workplace, at your social club, at your brewery, at your fucking gun club. They're going to try to find every kind of divisive thing to hit you with. But we got to remember to be together right now. And I know this is a little bit deep. It's a little bit extra. And that's for sure. It's a little extra. But we will go ahead and get to a couple of different stories. We are not ending yet. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's check out this weird story. I think it's kind of a fake story. They will not divide us, user. They will not divide us. You are right. <laughs> this is a uh, children died from drinking unpasteurized milk. I think this is uh, it's raw milk. I think this is like a Canada story or something. In Alberta, an organization investigating missing is... children and unmarked burial sites says it's discovered what it calls physical and documented evidence of genocide. Preliminary oh. release today looked into the Blue Quills Indian. Thank you for uh, for um pulling me in on genocide finally canada residential school in saddle lake cree nation morgan black was at today's announcement morgan the report school is to provide community members with an in-depth look into the operations of the former blue quill residential school eric large a residential school survivor is the lead investigator and says catholic church records obtained by the atchimowin Opaskew Society showed 212 children died at the school. The group says a more accurate number is now nearly 400. Records show children died of tuberculosis, contracted from drinking unpasteurized raw cow's milk from the livestock. Maybe it was pretty delicious. We don't know. And either way, this definitely sounds like adjusting the facts after the fact. Kept on site. Investigators suggest school administration Social may not be best for the children's health as none of the staff contracted the disease, according to records. This was done recklessly at the hands of the school administrators, who are all now dead. Fake eyelashes. And the Department of Indian Affairs did not impose safety measures for these children. Next year, surveying with ground-penetrating radar continues. The group says the results that of the LIDAR? final report is still quite a ways away. Anyway. That's a quick little. We're going to get through the rest of these kind of quick. Uh, feel free to keep commenting. Some are pretty funny. Anyway, we're getting to some palate cleansers. Any final comments are welcome. I'm about to share a pit fight from Mighty Mo versus Sokaju, who's alleged in MMA and kickboxing. A lot of people on my channel are MMA fans or kickboxing fans, boxing fans. Like old school fight fans. I've been an old school fight fan since 1993. The first UFC two or three I used to rent my dad back at the Blockbuster being five years old and the extra little. We're to watch a pit fight between Mighty Mo and Sokoju right now from Fight TV. And I think we should be um, okay to share this, but we'll see what happens. It'll always be up on audio. This happened nine days ago, I think, or got uploaded nine days ago. Let's watch a fight. And now introducing fighting out of the blue zone. Oh, 
of the pit tonight. He wears white. He weighed in at 231 pounds. Look a little fat. He has 37 fights to his professional career. K1 veteran, Bellator veteran, UFC veteran, fighting out of Temecula, California, making his valor bare knuckle debut, introducing the African assassin, Soul. Oh, shit. Ramu Sokaju, 35. Wait, I'm almost that age. And oh, now, no. His opponent across the pit, fighting out of the red zone tonight. He wears black. He weighed in at an even 264 pounds, over 50 professional fights in his tenure. K1 veteran, Bellator veteran, UFC veteran, fighting out of San Bernardino, California, making his valor bare knuckle debut, presenting. Mighty Mo Salinga! He's 48? Holy shit. He's probably getting wiped out. Your referee is Bobby Wambacher. Just guessing. All right, gentlemen, we've been through the rules in the back. I expect a good, clean fight. Obey my commands at all times. Protect yourself at all times. Let's see what happens. I love a good fight, baby. Scoot back for me. Let's make it happen. Scoot back. I think Sokoju's gonna knock him out quick. Are you ready? Sokoju, are you ready? Mo, are you ready? Let's get after Round one begins. Three three minute rounds for a spot in the finals. And a shot at the Valor Bare Knuckle heavyweight title. Sokoju trying here. to get in and out. Trying to get in and out. Bobby Wambacher done a lot of MMA refereeing here tonight. Ref of course. Sokoju in Southpaw. So could you try to find out how much distance he has to work with here in the pit? Southpaw versus the Orthodox. Where keep that left hand up. Sokoji is much more fluid. Break, stop, break. No clutch. Fight. Good job by the ref. not away. tolerated. Okay. Oh, buddy. That's a foul from Mighty Mo. There's so the power. could you eat it? So could you got to move that head, buddy? So could you look at his hand? Is he hurt already? There's his hand speed, counter right? worked for Sogoju. Sogoju, though, cut over the right eye. Yeah, that left hook. I'd have that right hand glued to my head if I was out there with Mighty Mo. That, that left hook is scary. Mo pawing with a jab, nothing behind it. Trying to time him. They both have karate pants. Yeah, using feints and feints. Very important against somebody like Mo. Got to stay out of the way. Got to try and make it bite on feints and feints. Get him out of position so he can clip it. Koji's just so waiting. Koji's using a little judo there. Oof. Right hand landed. That one came from Tennessee, buddy. Oh, he's Mo's saying he got, he got poked in the eye. Misses with all those. That will be a little, a little bit of a learning curve, I think, for all fighters here tonight, making sure you keep that fist closed. You can't have it half open, maybe in the same way you would. Well, as long as you're not pointing your fingers at your opponent, I mean, in this style of fighting, as in boxing or MMA, I mean, I think it's, oh, real hard shots there. Short, clipping shots. It's important to keep your hands open because there's more surface area to parry with, more area to protect with with your hands open. So, you know, generally... Closing them when you strike is probably the best time, to, the only time you're going to want to close them fully, just so you're not tense the whole time either. Oh, there's that left hook. 
This is kind of funny. Jab, no takedowns. Right no clinches. Just missed the point of the chin. It's like karate. But those two shots alone are likely more than enough to win the round for Mighty Mo. 20 seconds remaining in round one. Right. And remember, those are like cinder blocks hitting Sokuju in the head. Have you had a cinder block hit you in the head before, Corey? Well, I wouldn't be it's here if that pleasant. was the case. Yeah. <laughs> Final 10 seconds of the opening round. Good uppercut lands from Mo on the inside. Sokuju tries to fire back. Good action to kick things off. Get up. Round two underway, scheduled for three. Let's see how they adapt. Solid opening round for Mighty Mo. Opened up a cut. That's the coincidence that click. A pair of good left hooks. I think something's going to happen, Ivor. Mighty Mo went for it all there. There, he fainted again. Nice work. He fainted the right hand, came with the left. Flipped it. Ready? We still have one more video down. for the final palate cleanser. Yeah, outside of the fighting surface, it will be up to the ref's discretion whether they were knocked down. Or this was is just for my satisfaction. We're footing wise up on this ramp surface. Well, he definitely got hit. So, I mean, it, it, I wouldn't have argued had Bobby called that a knockdown, but Let's remember work, the. Uh, the fatigue factor of getting back up off the mat, getting knocked yeah, down. Yeah, could be in a bitch. Have to hoist yourself back to your feet. Nice speed there. Oh, good left hook lands from Sokaju, but and I think he got caught he in that switched exchange. Well, and I he can got tell hurt. you from behind, Mighty Mo didn't his body, his head, his neck. Nothing shook from that punch. Tells you how solid you he is. Sokaju maybe looking a little frustrated with the spacing issues here. Nice counter. Nice counter. He disappeared on Mo, and now he's doing it again. Oh shit! Good head movement. So could you maybe using that frustration to stand and trade, and he's getting the best he's of these be, exchanges. He's got to be careful getting overconfident inside, though, with Mo. Oh, he's getting mad. Mo coming back, having a good round. Or uh, so could you, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Another right hand and an uppercut. He might be stacked. He, he heard him. Balance. It's a bad boys, man. This is good stuff. Oh, it's bare knuckles. Mighty Mo, that's, down he goes. That's bare knuckle fighting. The jab can put you down. Four, Beautiful technique. Five, six. Less than a seven, minute for Mighty Mo to get out of this round, but Sokaju has turned this fight upside down. He's figured out he needs just to make him miss. Just like that. There it is. Beautiful job. Make him fight. There it is again. Oh, shit. Most fatigue. It's over. Stop! Stop! You gotta stay in the pit, guys. Go back. Fight! Warning for Mighty Mo to stay in the pit. No running out yep. of space with Sokaju applying pressure. Tell you what, Sokaju's boxing looks pretty dang good, buddy, for a judo man. He always had power, but he's, he's gotten much better with his boxing skills. Mo landing those jabs now, though, too. Final 10 seconds of round two. A giant momentum shift in this opening contest. Stop! Fight! Fight! You ready? Let's get it! Last round. Third and final round. Everything on the line here. A berth in the finals and a shot at the Valor Bear Knuckle Championship. And I, you know, I'm impressed with Sokaju's head movement. Look at the face of face. <laughs> Beautiful left hook. Oh, down goes Sokaju! <laughs> There was the right hand. Oh, that's what it takes for the guy like Mighty Mo, baby. 
Big six, power. Seven. So could you up at nine. That's a slow count. He says he can continue. Oh, buddy. He has slow count. eternity to last here in the third. Got to move that head now. And he needs a knockdown himself. Mighty Mo yes, looking stop, for the home stop. run. Left hook lands from Mighty Mo. So could you speed are not moving anymore. Oh, he moved out of the way of that just in time. Big power coming. So could you on steady legs. No knockdown? Bobby Bobby Wambacher's not calling that a knockdown. I gotta say that was a knockdown. That's about as solid as it gets. He's done. I mean, that's a very debatable call, Pat. His feet were still on the surface when he got hit. Right, right. That'll do it. That was, a, that was a clean. Not, that's the end. Holy smokes, that was a crazy fight. <laughs> I did not watch that fight before I shared it with y'all. I rarely see most things before I shared it. I would say like 30% of most things I have seen before I have um, vetted them for the show. We have a goldfish committing credit card fraud. Let's check this out on live stream. I'm getting a little bit silly. What a crazy show. So this crazy Asian guy decided to let his goldfish play Pokemon 24-7 on his computer and develop an algorithm. And it was captured online that <laughs> they were making credit card transactions that he wasn't aware of. And let's just check this out. Fucking Asians, right? Fish to the right hand side in the corner. It cracks me up. I'm sorry. Beep, boop, boop. This is the most Asian thing I'll ever share. Ira says this is an utterly defeated culture. 100%. This is what these people are into. Most of our, I mean, most of the world, I guess, is some, in some aspect. Imagine the really dumb Asian people that live in the boonies, and we call people who live in Louisiana like rednecks. And that's really funny. Like the irony of that kind of, yeah, that's a mind uh, fuck of your, on your own. The average Louisiana redneck has so much on a Namibian peasant that it cannot be expressed in words. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Iris says, you think they've been hit by nuclear weapons. 
least have all these Asians in the stream. It's a, little, it's a literal goldfish meandering around a grid that's mapped over a small fish tank. Fast Joe's autistic, so he can't understand this. What's up, Fast Joe? <laughs> Is it above your fish head? <laughs> fish has swum to the right press the right button oh yeah it's just you gotta watch this if you're on the audio only stream America Unhinged Radio on YouTube here's where the purchase happens no dude the goldfish makes the credit card purchase this is historic Nobody should forget this day. One happens at the end? He's trying to get a refund for his pet fish. Whoa, they granted it! That's so awesome. Anyway, that's my stupid stream for tonight. I hope you guys had a good evening. Go ahead and hit the like button, subscribe to the show, hit the bell if you want to see more things happening. Um, we will probably talk to you guys this weekend at some point. I think Friday night there's a uh, Jackbox drunk stream, so we'll go with that. Have a good night. Also, Lego, much love and God bless.